Hey, welcome to the Social Made Simple podcast. My name is Hannah and I left my nine to five to start my own social media management business because I was exhausted from feeling like I had no control over my time or income. In this podcast, we are going to dive into all things social media and entrepreneurship. If you're ready to bust out of your cubicle and take control of your life, this is the show for you. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode of the Social Made Simple podcast. Hope you're all having a great week. It is currently the weekend when I'm recording this, and I've had a super exciting weekend doing all the fun things like laundry and dishes and grocery shopping and meal prepping. So everyone's got to do it. And sadly, sometimes when you are busy working during the week, you have to do it all on the weekends. So here we are. But I'm just thankful for some downtime to get caught up on all things, well, all things, everything. (laughs) So very thankful for the downtime. I've had kind of a shift in my business lately. I lost a lot of clients at the beginning of the new year, which is not rare because a lot of people are looking at their finances, they're looking at their numbers, and they're saying, you know, maybe this isn't something that we need to invest in right now. But it's kind of made me stop and reflect on what I want to do next. Um, As you may know, I'm currently building my course that's going to teach others how to become a social media manager. And I'm extremely excited for that to come out, um, hopefully at the end of this month or in February, along with some other low ticket digital products that are going to just really be an exciting new piece of my business. And so I'm trying to determine right now uh, what getting new clients looks like, what type of clients I want to take, um, all the things as I have kind of gotten this awesome opportunity to step back and say, hey, where do I want my business to go from here? I still have a lot of awesome clients um, that I've worked with for years now, which is amazing. I love the relationship that I formed with them. I've been working with some of them for over two years, which is absolutely insane. But I'm so thankful for this business and how it has helped me meet so many awesome people. A lot of them are local and some of them are all over the United States. So it is cool just how social media can connect us. And that's what got, what got me thinking for today's episode. I want to take it back to the basics. I know we've covered this a little bit before, but I know in the new year, people are starting to have thoughts like, maybe this is the year that I show up on social media. Maybe this is the year that I start that small business. So last week, we kind of dived into some marketing terms, just kind of a overall intro to marketing basics, um, as much as you could cram into like, what, 12 minutes. So I want to kind of move back into just Instagram. And I wanted to just talk about a couple of questions that you may be asking right now. And I'm going to try to give you some good answers for those. Um, The first question that I thought of is just like, why Instagram? Why is Instagram such a powerful platform for those wanting to become influencers or wanting to grow that small business? I think it's because Instagram is all about visual storytelling. It is a great way for people to see what you're doing, see the behind behind the scenes of your business or of your life. It kind of goes deeper than some of the other platforms. Um, Maybe not TikTok because TikTok is 100% a video platform. But with Instagram, you do get a little more options with how you post because you can do stories. You can just do photo posts. 
you can do reels, uh, you can go live. It just has a lot of great features. And again, it's just that visual storytelling that invites your audience in on a personal level through your content. They have over a billion active users. So when people are like, oh, is Instagram irrelevant? Absolutely not. It might be one of the strongest platforms out there. Your potential reach when you post on Instagram is incredible. Um, it's really neat to see just if you use all the right tools like um, trending audios and things like that and just trends in general, how many people, how many strangers that you can reach on Instagram. And overall, it's just a really awesome platform for building community. Um, I do think Facebook groups are also a great way to build community, but Instagram in, in and of itself is just it has a lot of features like their DM features is the best. And I don't know. I just think it's a great community builder and also just a great way to establish your brand online. So the next question I have is how do you go about creating content that stands out in an oversaturated market? Let's be honest. Everyone is posting online, whether it's just their personal vacation photos or they're working on becoming an influencer, like that's amazing, but there's a lot of posts going out. And I think the most important thing to remember is that quality is key. Yes, quantity is so important and it's a great way to go viral, but if you're not producing quality content, at some point you're like, you're not gonna ever grow an audience because not only do you want to attract the followers in, but you also want to commit those followers to stay. So you have to continually keep up your quality it's so important that you have time to invest, that you can create content that's visually appealing, but also authentic. And it doesn't have to be, I think I talked about this last week, it doesn't have to be like a professional video camera or anything like that. Like you can do everything with your phone, but go ahead and invest in a good tripod. Um, if you need a ring light, get a ring light, like get the tools that you need to create that quality uh, content. You really want to keep your feed dynamic with the different photos and the videos. Make sure that, like, I hate to say this because I don't want you to overthink, like, what your uh, what your profile looks like. But you don't want it to look like a hot mess if someone that doesn't know you clicks on your page. And maybe it's, like, a picture of your dog. And then it's a picture of your lunch. And then it's, like, your vacation photos. I don't know. Like, just make sure that you are really like crystal clear on your vision and what you want your your profile to be what you want it to stand for now if it is like just your personal life yeah then maybe your your dog and your lunch and your vacation is a great three posts to do in a row but um if it's not just like personal instagram i would definitely try to think a little harder and do a little bit more and of course consistency is also so important um, it doesn't matter if you post seven days a week. If you only post two days a week, if that's what works for you, just make sure you get on those same times, say every Monday and Thursday at 10 a.m. you're going to post. Just show up. Like, let me know that you're always going to be on at that time, and that you're always going to have a post out at that time. Because even if you're not posting seven days a week, I still know that on Monday that you're going to post. So that's super important. The third component of that, I think, would be just engaging with your audience. Like if you write a caption, you know, the call to action can be like, hey, go buy my new course or, you know, I don't know, follow me, but also ask some questions like, have you ever had this happen to you? How did you handle this? Like, 
I don't know, what are your plans for Valentine's Day? Like get really authentic with your audience, like ask them questions, engage with them, and then turn around and go comment on other people's posts as well. And even better than that, comment on a comment and ask a question and try to get that conversation started. And if there are stories that you really relate to, go ahead and swipe up and start a conversation. Worst case, it's like a salesy person that's going to be like, oh my gosh, you want to buy my stuff? And you're going to be like, no, I just really want to establish this relationship with you. And I think that they should respect that. So the next question is, how can someone grow their followers organically? This one is hard, but so important. And again, I think it does go back to that engagement piece that I just touched on. Like if your niche is fashion, like find like people in the fashion brand, like find those people with, you know, half a million followers, but also find those up and coming people with a thousand followers and make sure you're playing like both sides so that you can find people to grow with and encourage, but also make sure like, even if that person with 500,000 followers is not going to comment back on your comment, maybe you can comment on some other comments in their comment. Sorry, that was a lot of comments, but you know what I'm saying? Like, make sure you're interacting with their people and make them your people as well. I'm still a big believer in hashtags. I don't think they hold the weight that they once did, but go ahead and use two or three hashtags and make sure that they have less than a million uses on them. Probably somewhere in that 300 to 500,000 range is going to be key for most people. Um, use location relevant hashtags. Like even here, I'm probably going to be using Panama City, Florida. Um, if you're like in New York City, you might have to get a little more specific than that. But somewhere where other people can find you. The next one is one that I'm not very good at, but I do think it's super important. And I do think it could be what sets you apart in 2024. And that's to collaborate with others. Like if you can co-create a project or a video or something where you can both post it, or if you can go live together, even if you start to mention them in, in your stories, but not just like, oh, they shared this post. It's so cool. But like, hey, they shared this post. I really love that they said this. Something that's very organic where they'll respond, hopefully share your story on their story. Just like find more and more ways that you can collaborate. And like we were talking about earlier, just make their audience your audience as well. Especially if you're like-minded industries, because those are probably going to be like the same type of people that you want following you. And then of course, making reels is so important. Even going live, like that's how Instagram is going to push your content to more and more people. Make sure that you are playing their game as much as I hate to say it. Um, definitely watch like the Instagram. I can't think of his name, but like the Mazio guy. I feel like that's a hunting brand. My husband's going to laugh at me for this. But the Instagram creator, he posts lots of like updates. Like Instagram's really prioritizing this right now. Like whatever he says, just play the game, follow it, because that's gonna that's what's going to get you more and more followers. And the last question I have for today is, are there any mistakes to avoid for those that are new or just now starting out? And the number one piece of, piece of advice I can give you is not to focus on your follower account or your like count. Like, I know it's so hard because those are just the in-your-face um, metrics, I guess. But it doesn't really matter about that because if you have... 50 followers that are really engaged versus 500,000 where you only have 50 of those 500,000 engaged, like your odds are going to be so much better if you start with a small audience, but really make them 
love you and want to interact with your content, like that's so much more valuable than just these people out here buying followers that never even like their stuff. Building a true, genuine community takes time. Um, and you're like, well, I don't want to wait a year. And I totally understand, but it may not take a year. And also that year may fly by. You don't want to be sitting in the same seat in 2025 and be like, well, I don't want to wait a year. Well, if you would start today, then the year would already be over a year from now. So don't be scared to just know that it's going to take a long time and start now and just know that you're going to have to be patient. My next tip is don't refl- don't neglect your Instagram stories. Instagram stories is your place to be a madman. Like if you, for example, if you're a social media manager and all of your contents, like social media tips and I don't know, all that kind of stuff. If you want to post, if you want to post your, your dog and your lunch on your story, then do it. If you want to go shopping and be like, Ooh, look what I got and post it on your story. Like that's awesome because your stories is like the people that are already following you is where they get to know you. It's where they get to interact with you. Now don't make it a hundred percent personal if it's a business page, but you can find that good balance and it is okay to kind of step outside of your niche on your stories and just have a little more fun and let people get to know you. Or if you're a business, let people get to know like your brand and all the behind the scenes of your business. So anyway, those are just some questions that came to mind that you might be having right now if you're thinking about growing or starting this your new Instagram. I totally think that you can do it. I know you can do it. Um, when I first started my Instagram, I have been neglecting it like crazy and I need to be better about that. But when I first started it and I was just like making the most insane reels, like I was having so much fun and that's when I was really the most in love with my business was just when it was fun for me. And if you have that opportunity to start something fun right now, even if it's not like income producing right now, if you have the time and the energy, I want you to go for it. Like your future self's going to thank you. And even if you start with just like a day in the life Instagram, just posting random crap about your life, maybe two years from now, like you might have a hundred thousand followers or something crazy. And then maybe you decide you want to open your own business. Well, now you already have 200,000 followers. Did I say hundred thousand? Whatever. Now you already have followers that might be interested in your business. And pretty much you can make money if you have a following. So you might as well go ahead and start, start growing one now. So that's all I have to say today. Uh, Please leave a review and let me know how you're vibing with this podcast or send me a message if you have topics you want me to cover, questions for me, all of the above. Just never be afraid to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Oceanside Digital. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening in. If you loved today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review so more people can find the show. I love you all and I can't wait to chat with you next week.